Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, Fight fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps with Boxing Social in partnership with Forged Irish Stout, Ready to Fight, Empire Fight Store, and FreeBets.com. And I'm joined now with the one and only Connor Ben. Connor, good to see you here in Santa Monica. Um... Just finished, what, a couple hours of workout? You've been battering those pads. Yeah, I mean, today's just another day. Yeah, I mean, I finished my second session today. I had track work earlier, which was a killer. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, enjoying it, loving every minute of it. Mm-hmm. You obviously have been to L.A. a couple of times now. Um, do you prefer training here? Yeah, I love training here. I mean, it takes your mind off of, um, there's no distractions here. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I'm easily distracted back home, but... Over here, it's gym and home. Even though I do that back home anyway, you know, you're here, it's just, you know, I have my physio here. Mm-hmm. I have my S&C coach. I have my trainer here, my head coach. And, you know, I have plenty of sparring. So, you know, we're all under one roof and all able to just be on that one mission and one goal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we're here to push me to my limits and my max. Well, you have a fight coming up February the 3rd in Las Vegas against um, Peter Dobson. What do we know of Peter Dobson? I mean, we do know he's an undefeated fighter. He's 16-0, nine knockouts. Um, what have you been able to, to gather of him or know of him? I, I never really watched my opponents. Um, really? Never, no. Ne- okay. Never. Never watched any of my... Why my, is that? I just don't, I don't worry about what they do. I'm so focused on doing what I do that mm-hmm. I believe power, match it, better it, better it. Speed, better it. You know, timing, better it. Accuracy, better it. Uh, ring craft, better it. Ring IQ, better it. Um, determination, grit, try me. That's like my mindset. So I believe anything my opponent presents to me on the night, I can do anyway. I'm not really, I don't, I'm not concerned about what he does at all. Um, and that goes for Vargas, Algeri, Hayden, mm-hmm. Granados, um, Formella. I never watch them. No, really? not, none of them. No. But what my trainer does do is he mm-hmm. studies. Okay. I have faith in my coach. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's weird because my dad never used to watch his opponents. Um, 
unless I've seen them fight, obviously, and some I've seen fight, but I never took in notes or, you know, I prepared diligently hard for anyone as if they're my world title fight anyway. But I trust my, my trainer, my coach. Mm. Um, he knows what to look out for. So over the 12 weeks, we'll do what we're supposed to do mm -hmm. for the 12 weeks. He'll say, Con, inspiring, keep throwing this shot. This is what he's going to do. Keep throwing it. Keep throwing it for 12 weeks. And then, lo and behold, behold on fight night, it lands. Mm -hmm. So have you been able to, I mean, just through what Tony has been able to gather of him? Like, well, what do you know of Dobson at this stage? He's undefeated, he's ambitious, and, you know, he's coming to win. Mm -hmm. uh, apart from that, um, there's certain shots that we've worked on, work, been working on, certain tactics. I mean, I am what I am, you know, mm -hmm. anyway. So, you know, when I see an op opportunity, I'll take it, you know, and it's if it's the shot that we've been working on, great. I'll be throwing that religiously throughout the fight. Mm -hmm. um, if it's not that shot and, uh, you know, you've got to adapt in a fight, great fighters can adapt mid-fight, can adapt straight away. Um, I believe anything that, you know, he tries to bring, there's too much firepower here. Um, a lot of aggression, a lot of pressure, mm -hmm. peer pressure, um, that will um, overcome anything presented to me. For a moment there, all of us were waiting for what was going to come with you and Chris Eubank Jr. Obviously, the number one goal for you at this stage is just getting active. You fought, you're fighting um, now in February of 2024, but in 2023 and 2022, you only fought once. So how important is it for you to get two, three fights this year? More like four. More four, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I work hard anyway. You know, when mm -hmm. most fall, have fallen off or when most have blown up in weight, when most haven't stayed in the gym, I've not been that guy. So over my career, I mean, I don't, I mean, I've known you for a very long time. I don't know how diligently you've followed my career, but when I've been injured, I've stayed in the gym. Mm -hmm. When I've torn my tendon in my hands, when I've broken my jaw, when I've been injured or when I've fallen ill, I've managed to stay on the ball and I stay in the gym and I stay working, I stay grafting. I, I use that time to learn. And every time I've come back better, you know, I, people who have followed, really like followed my career have seen that I've always come back better off a layoff. There ain't been no ring rust. Mm -hmm. You know, I've managed to come back and demonstrate different qualities, different techniques, different defense uh, mechanisms, different, loads of different things, you know, because I stay in the gym and I stay working and I use that time wisely. You know, being able to train on a full stomach, being able not to have to rush to get fit to fight 12 rounds, but to be able to not focus as, much, focus as much on fitness, but focus on development and technique and learning your craft and um, ring IQ, ring experience, uh, shot selection. There's so much to it. Why waste that time to go out and get on the piss? Why waste that time to go and not be in the gym? So I use this time wisely. So for me, it, it demonstrated in the um, Orozco fight, 10 rounds, Barely missed the shot, landed everything I needed to land. Defense was on point, ring IQ was on point, movement was on point. Um, my fitness was on point. Like there was, everything was fine that night. Mm -hmm. You know, it just, didn't, it just didn't go over. But I was as confident going into that fight to fight that Mexican that derails all the Brits, the mm -hmm. underdog. It's always the Mexicans. <laughs> it's, always, it's always them, you know. And he was supposed to be that guy. You know, there was a new number of names presented to me and, you know, that was the name that that was the guy that I wanted. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the same with with Dobson. Mm -hmm. 
I'll fight, I'll fight whoever, man. No matter if I've had a layoff or not, I wanted to go straight into a big fight before the um, before the Orozco fight. Was there a lot of frustration on your part seeing how long everything sort of dragged out and then you didn't end up getting the fight officially over the line with Chris Eubank Jr.? I wouldn't say so much Eubank, but say in the year and a half that I had out, it's like, I promote, I'm a promoter's dream. Like what more do you want me to do? I'm the most wanted man in Britain. Most wanted man in the world weight division. Now you're from Haney, from Brook, from Eubank, from Javonta, from Slat, from Taylor, from Kelly, from it's like what more do you want me to do? You know, even I think Broner at once they said Pacquiao. It's like what 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 do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't fought for a year and a half and I'm still still there. Mm-hmm. Still at the tops of people's tongues, still at the the forefront of people's mind in these mega fights. You know, so it's like it's frustrating not because of Eubank, so I couldn't care less about him. Just a big name. Mm-hmm. Just anyone. Like any one of the names mentioned. Let's mm-hmm. make, make it happen. So, yeah, you can say it's frustrating for me. Um, you know, because I know I know everyone wants the big fights. But for some reasons, them fights aren't, aren't happening. So, it is what it is. Listen, I do my part. I do my job, you know, I stay in the gym, I stay working, I stay learning, I apply myself, I dedicate myself, irrelevant of all the drama, irrelevant of all the noise, I, st- I do my job, as hard mm-hmm. as it is to focus, mm-hmm. I do what I'm supposed to do, mm-hmm. and you can, no one can ever discredit that, no one can ever discredit Connor's hard work or dedication or application to the sport of boxing, so, just, just give me whoever, mm-hmm. now when it went from U- uh, Eubank to Dobson, it was a bit like, I mean, at least like somebody else. But either way, I do. I I control what I can control, and I do my part. You mentioned several of the names, obviously, that I plan to mention. Um, one of which is Devin Haney's father has mentioned that he would love to make a fight between you and um, Bill. You know, wanted to make a fight between you and Devin over in the UK. Were you a bit surprised when you heard Devin's name, given that he's not at 147, but that they're willing to fight you at 147? Yeah, it's the maddest thing because I I know, but I know Bill met Devin. I like Bill, you know, God-fearing man, lovely man, you know, in his in his son's corner, and you know, I always have that respect there because to have father and son combo. In yeah. boxing, it's like you don't get much stronger than that. So I always got love for that. I mean, Haney started piping up, <laughs> you know, being disrespectful. He ain't even like that. He's like, he ain't even that kid, you know. Did like, he say something disrespectful to you? Yeah, yeah I didn't hear that. What did he, yeah. what did he say? He said, um, you know, get off my dick and all that. And I'm oh. just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, you're not even that kid. Like, you're not even that guy. Like, just stop, stop the cat, bro. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's pathetic. Do you know what I mean? Like, I ain't Cambosis, bro. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just stop all that. Do you know what I mean? But that was how I felt about it. Like, don't don't be talking like that, yeah. man. Like, you ain't that guy. But if he wants to smoke, he can have the smoke at 147. If it was me, I wouldn't put him in with me at his first fight at 147. But they they addressed, they said they, they wouldn't mind sharing the ring with me. No problem. Like, mm-hmm. I'm ready. Where's the phone? Like, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm about this. You know, so if they want to come overseas, I heard that they want Haney in Saudi. 
no problem. I'll fight, I'll fight Devin Haney in Saudi. Not a concern to me. Me, personally, I think it's too much of a jump up to go to 140, straight to 147 to fight mm-hmm. a, a powerhouse in, uh, in me. That's a bit, it's, it's not, not my concern. That was actually what I was going to ask you, if you felt as though maybe he was biting off a bit more than he can chew at this stage, having just moved up, obviously, uh, to 140. Yeah, his bark's bigger than his bite. You know, he's he just like... He's daring to be great, which you got to respect at the same time, right? But... Yeah, then there's being stupid and playing with your health. I mean, listen, it's up to him. He said he rehydrated up to 165, which means he would be... Sweet to box at 147. Um, but again, that's none of my concern. I heard my name mentioned. He's got, it did come as a surprise to me, to be honest. I didn't think I was even on their radar, but mm-hmm. the reality is who else is him there for him to fight mm-hmm. to get that British public on his side? There ain't, um, there ain't many. So, you know, if he wants to fight, fight 147, do it in Saudi, do it in, in the United Kingdom in the stadium. Mm-hmm. It really don't concern. There's loads of fights there for me. I'm really not concerned. Obviously, I'm going through what I'm going through. Um, and for me, I'm, in my, I'm on my lane, irrelevant of all the distractions, all the noise. Is the, name, the name's there? Yes. No problem. You ain't got to ask me twice. Mm-hmm. Is the Chris Eubank Jr. fight completely off the table for you as far as you're concerned after everything that happened? Or would you circle back around at some stage or possibly in the future? The reality is I don't really care about him. He's an idiot. That's it. There is nothing else to it apart from he's an idiot who is just an idiot. <laughs> he's just an arrogant man who's delusional. So I don't know love, love lost, but he, yeah. What happened exactly, Connor? I'm, I'm sure you've probably have spoken about this, but I haven't personally talked to you about it. Um, when everything sort of fell through, it was it was shocking, yeah. as everyone was was anticipating that on <laughs> February third we were going to get the fight with the two of you in London. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was a money issue. I think it was more contract issues. His him okay. with his team, you know, he talks about, um, you know, people getting done over for money and vultures taking money. I'm happy with the deal I'm getting. I'm happy with the money I've been getting paid. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid well. You know, so I ain't, I ain't the one who signed a, a contract where they can take the promoters can take whatever they're taking. Mm-hmm. You know, that's his problem. Um, you know, he wanted to sign sign his life away, so to speak. Um, I'm happy with what I'm getting. I'm happy with my deal. I'm happy with you know my my career, the way it's tracked, the way it's mapped. I trust my team. I trust everyone around me. Yeah, um, you know, teamwork can be like a marriage. You know, sometimes you you argue, sometimes you go back and forth, sometimes you, you know, you want a divorce, <laughs> but you never divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, it's um, it's it's one of them things where it had nothing to do with the money. It mm-hmm. had everything to do with his end, as in him, his management, and his team. Nothing to do with with my end or even the money, I'm, I'm, I'm told anyway. I know you said that you don't watch tape, but did you <laughs> happen to, to watch the fight with Chris and Liam Smith? Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Oh, I was, you were th- yeah. yeah, I was there, yeah, yeah. What did you think of that? I thought it was absolutely dreadful. Like, he, I mean, 
You thought you thought Eubanks' performance was dreadful. I thought the whole thing was dreadful. Really? What? Liam Smith threw was it ten punches around? Fifty punches. He threw. Liam Smith threw fifty punches in that fight. You tell me if there's anything oppressive about that. <laughs> okay. Like that's like you yeah, tell yeah, me yeah. if I threw fifty punches, yeah. ten punches around. Is there anything impressive about that? If someone threw ten punches around at me. Okay, so forget the ten punches. Yeah. If you can't decapitate someone within ten rounds of someone throwing ten punches around, what are you doing? You what are you doing? Like if someone threw ten punches at me in a round, I can assure you now their head's getting taken clean off <laughs> off their neck. So it's like what <laughs> what's going on here? Because don't don't think you look great because it took you ten rounds. You know, when he broke his ankles or tore his kid, whatever he done. Or did you expect that outcome? I'm, I'm, I don't mean, like, th literally their performance, but did you expect that, that Chris was going to win against Liam? No, no chance. That. No, I thought Liam okay. Smith. I, I rate Liam Smith, yeah. Liam Smith as a fighter. I think he's a good fighter. I think he's a good pressure fighter. He's calculated. He's, I mean, he doesn't do anything special, in my opinion, but he does a lot. He does a lot well. Um, and you know, all he done was you got to remember Liam Smith's a one five four as well, which is mad because I know he had weight issues as well. Again, like the whole thing's just it was Eubanks' night that night. Rematch, well, put my money back on on Smith. Mm. What did you make of him teaming up with um, Bomac? Um, when you know your career's on the line, you know you listen. You listen. And I think that's what's gone on there. Um, you know, I believe the beginning of wisdom and knowledge is humbleness. Mm. You know, that's why I'm always willing to learn. Mm. What did I do wrong, Tom? What, how can I get better? How can I do this? What, you know, I, that's just how I believe. I believe you absorb more when you're, you're humble because you listen. You know, I know everything Tony's taught me. You know, but Tony always goes to me. You know everything I taught you, but you don't know everything I know. You know, so for me, it's like that's how I, how I see it, to be mm -hmm. honest. So I'm always learning, I'm always growing, developing because I'm humble and I accept that I don't, you don't know shit about boxing. <laughs> you know, so I'm always. Um, You're always a student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm a, I'm a student to whatever Tony. When Tony talks, I listen. Yeah. yeah. If you could have it your way. Um, and I'm going to do the thing that we all do, which is sort of jump ahead. And I know you guys hate when we do that, but I, 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 I almost feel like I, I always have to do, I always have to ask. Um, if you had it your way to make a big summer fight against anybody, who would it be and why? In the UK or yeah. in the UK, it's hard because I know it's like everyone wants to be anywhere really. But is there anywhere? If you've if you've envisioned a big summer fight for yourself, who would you want it to be? Um, it's a hard one because if you're talking world title, we'll probably go Barrios. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'd love that fight next. Um, listen, and I'm talking like this because I'm so confident in February the third in what I do. Like I prepare for well, I prepare diligently hard. You know, and if I see an opportunity, I'm gonna take it. Like mm -hmm. I don't I don't prepare to I don't plan on going 12 rounds. I'm prepared to go 12. I'm prepared to go 15. I don't plan on going the distance. Mm -hmm. So I, the way I'm talking now is I've got, I got bigger plans. I've got bigger goals and ambitions. You know, obviously, I'll get through Feb the 3rd, um, which I plan on, 
you know, absolutely going in there and demolishing him like badly. Um, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> back on track. <laughs> what, what would I, what, what would be the ideal fight? Obviously, everyone wants the Eubank fight, so it's hard because that's the that's the big fight that the nation want, that the world want. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I get asked about it over here all the time. Um, you know, you don't really have people going to me, Barrios or or anyone else apart from Eubank. But if you're talking world title winners, I'd rather go Barrios um, in what, April, May. Go Barrios, April, May, uh, win the uh, interim world title. Um, if not, then obviously you've got the mega names. I mean, there's loads. You've got then Haney, Pacquiao, uh, Eubank. See Brooke calling me out the other day. I was going to say, Kel Brooks talking about coming back possibly. Yeah, I mean, so it's like, <laughs> what more do I have to do? <laughs> To make a big fight, what more do you want me to do? I mean, I mean, I know people outprice themselves, but it's like there's anyone, man. Like I'm at a stage. Can you see the Kelbrook fight happening between you guys, though? Listen, of course, because the public will want to see it. But in, if, in my opinion, I'd stay retired if I was him. Mm. You know, he's achieved a lot. He's achieved the highest heights of the sport. You know, when people want to say, oh, yeah, but you ain't done this yet, I'm 27. Mm -hmm. Like, i got plenty of time mm -hmm. to win a world title. What, till 34, 35? Mm -hmm. i got time. Mm -hmm. I ain't having nobody try to rush me. I remember people trying to rush me before I had, like, 15 fights to fight Kel Brook. It's like, hold on a minute. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it's like... We do notice that in the public nowadays, we do like to see fights made like that. Like, we're not looking at it from... Back when we used to take our time and build the fighters up, and there, you know, there's levels to this. You don't want to jump and throw yourself in too quickly, and then obviously injuries can occur, permanent injuries that could prevent you from ever taking the bigger fights. Um, so I think you're doing it smart, honestly. Yeah, I just feel like I wouldn't have developed the way I have now. Yeah. Say if they'd thrown me into, you know, a fifty fight, fifty fifty fight in my twelfth fight, or you know, with limited limited amateur background, it's. You need to let your fighters grow. Let them grow. Let them have the easy, you can't say easy fights, they're never easy. It's the, it's the camps, it's the training camps, you know, the drilling, the, you know, the, the technique, the rounds, the sparring, the different styles, the fight nights, the mm. diet, the, there's so many different factors that you have to get together before they all come together and, mm. you know, you blend it all in a shake and then, you know, then you've got that perfect shake. You know, for me, it's like, you know, there was a lot of blending we had to do, a lot of things we had to get rid of, a lot of things we had to shape and mould and, you know, grow, develop here, grow there, develop there, change this, drop this, do that, prefer this, prefer that. There's so many different things into being shaped and moulded into a fighter. It's not just like, oh, that's it, temp yeah. fighting, here you go, have that. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas for me, I've been able to grow, I've been able to develop, and I feel now at this stage in my career, 27, after have dedicated myself for what the past, what, nine years, eight years, I've been able to really grow and develop in the gym and become the fighter I am now, which mm. is near enough a complete fighter. Yeah, you can always get better. Yeah, you can always perfect a bit other things. But as a whole, I am, I've had my style. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what my style was. I have my style um, over the, maybe the past four, three years, four years. I'm, com I'm confident in what I am now and who I am. What do you make of Terence Crawford potentially moving up to 154 and relinquishing his belts. Good, good for you guys though, right? Because it it it, it mixes things up at the at 147. Yeah, listen, sign me up. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I've never said no to a fight. I'm always in the gym. I'm always working. It's down to, you know, matchroom to make the big fights. Mm. This, like, I'm, I'm yes. Yes, 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 yes. How much? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm, you know, and I'm there and I'm ready, so. Be good to see you against Boots. Boots, perfect. Mm. I've called the name numerous times. Mm. First see you on social media. Yeah, first it was, yeah, we don't know who Conor Ben is. He's not even top 15. You know, why would we want to fight him? It's like, he's not known in Philly. It's like, what are you talking about? He's not known in Philly. Who wants to be known in Philly? Like, there's a whole big world out there. <laughs> you know, so it's like, no problem. Let's make the fight. Mm-hmm. You know, I've said, I've said I want I want the fight. Like, there's no, people keep saying, oh, yeah, why aren't you fighting this guy? Why aren't you fighting that guy? Ain't nothing to do with me. They said they don't want the fight. Mm-hmm. You don't want to fight? Okay, then don't have the fight. No problem. But when they're coming out publicly and saying, why would we fight Conor Ben? It's like, what more do you want me to do? Mm. Who said, oh, yeah, you're going to get smoked. You won't go this round. You won't go that round. The problem is, is back home, the fight, everyone builds the Yanks up way too much. You know, and then when the Brits go over there and derail, it's like, whoa, whoa, surprise, surprise. Mm. You know, have faith in your fighters. Back, the, back your own. Back your own. You know, at the end of the day, I'll do this for my country. You know, I go, I go and represent my country and I like to think I do it in, in a way where, you know, people think, yeah, cool, Conor Ben's fighting. We've got to tune in. Conor Ben's fighting. It's going to be a fight. Win, lose or draw, you know it's going to be a fight. Mm-hmm. And back your own. Forget forget this, forget that. Just back your own fighters, mm-hmm. um, you know, like the Yanks do theirs. Um, you know, if I've got to come across on the, the other side of the pod, no problem. Mm-hmm. It don't concern me. You know, I fought in New York early on in my career, fought in Orlando recently, headlining now in Vegas, mm-hmm. which is a dream. So it's like, ain't no concern to me. I fight mm-hmm. the telephone box. You mentioned Josh Taylor. Um, a fight <laughs> that interests you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, his trainer come out and said he don't want the fight. I mean, it's not like I'm saying this like no one knows. It's out there on YouTube. His trainer don't want the fight. And, you know, I wouldn't surprise if he don't want the fight. You know, he gave his first fight at 147. First he's at 140, then he's at 147, then he's back at the 140. It's like, listen, all these names just bothers me because it's like... It's, it's Exciting like, at the same time, though, Connor, because they're like, they're... Your name has so many options. You really don't fall short. It's not like you're one of those fighters that don't have, you know, oh, it has to be this person because there's nobody else. Like, you're in a good place. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I mean, we know that Josh Taylor is likely to have, or they're in negotiations for a Jack Catterall rematch, but who knows if that fight shouldn't happen or in the near future, you two clash. Well, that fight should happen. Mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> Jack Carroll should be should be unified. Mm. So that fight really should happen. You know, if he wants to stay at 140, then call him back out. Um, Tiafimo, mm-hmm. now you've got unfinished business with Carroll, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that fight's got to happen next. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it does come up to 147... Listen, I'm, I'm tired of talking about names because <laughs> it's like over the past year and a half, Oh, come here. What's your thoughts on Pacquiao? What's your thoughts on Newbound? What's your thoughts on Haney? What's your thoughts on Javonta? What's your thoughts on Garcia? What's your thoughts on... It's like... Send me the contract. 
Send me the stupid contract. You're over it, but we're all excited yeah, because, yeah. like, you're back. You're there's all these people that we could possibly see you against. We're all playing like dream matchups about well, what about this guy against that guy. Another person I was going to ask you about was Teofimo. He said he would move up to 147 to fight to fight Terence Crawford, but would that ever interest you? Let's make the fight. <laughs> like, let's we can do the fight, no problem. Yeah. Again, that's another name. Yeah. You know, and you're probably gonna. Capturing it, Tiafimo, Tiafimo, Ben, or Ben Tiafimo, and then it's like, get everyone talking and all hyped. No contract. <laughs> so for me, it's like, I just like, what more do you want me to do? Yeah. Like, I've had a year and a half out the ring, and whichever way about it, I've done it, whether, you know, I've caused beef on Twitter, whether there's been genuine beef with Brooke or this or that, or... The, you know, I ain't, I ain't gone missing. Mm. I've still been here and I've still done what I needed to do. I've still been there. I've still been there. Mm -hmm. Even though I ain't fought, I've still been been there. So like, listen up again. It's like, just let me let me handle business Feb the third, <laughs> and then you're gonna have to ask ask Matchroom Eddie these questions. So what you're saying is post fight. Like, you're giving me permission to be able to drop all these names. <laughs> you're going to be okay with answering it. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to think, listen, I'm focused on Feb the 3rd, but, you know, I'm being told, uh, you know, something's being sorted straight away. I'll be ready to go straight again. I'll make sure of that, that Feb 3rd's my world title fight, and I'll go in there. I always prepare diligently hard. You know, sparring middles, super middles, like, sparring hard. Mm. You know, and um, I plan on going in there Feb the third, and again reminding everyone why um, you know I'm the most spoken about and dangerous fighters um, to have come out of the UK. Before we wrap up, because I know you you've had a long day, so I appreciate you. Um, Saudi Arabia, there's been so many big fights <laughs> being made over in Saudi Arabia. What are your thoughts are on? everything that they're doing over there. And obviously we've already talked about you possibly having a big fight yourself over in Saudi. I think it's incredible. Um, you know, shout out to his excellency. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's like he's done things that you, that are unimaginable. And within the period of time that he's managed to make these fights, he's like, like who, who'd ever thought in a million years that he'd have Eddie and Frank sitting on the same table? For real. Like, that's what I'm saying. So when you're talking about good for the sport of boxing. It's a game changer. And the this tournament. Did you hear about the tournament that he has from Matchroom versus Queensberry? That's what I mean, game changer. <laughs> but then also, you know, Wally and AJ, um, you know, with Wilder on the undercard. Who would have ever thought? Mm -hmm. You know, and then you've got uh, Fury Usyk, and then you've got um, AJ and Garnu. So it's like, you're talking in a period of months. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, shout out to his excellency, man. Um, he's absolutely changed the game. Better Biv versus Bivol is being talked about also. Now that fight's a fight. Now that, see what I mean? Those fights are the fights the public want. Another people, people are moaning that it's not on British soil, it's not here, it's not there. Well, it wouldn't happen anywhere else, but in, mm. um, you know, in Saudi, so. Somehow he's been able to have these conversations with the WBC, with Mauricio Solomon, and was able to get the fight sanctioned. Because remember, the WBC was not sanctioning the undisputed fight between Bivol and Better Biv because Bivol is, a, even though they're both Russian, 
Bivol is still considered to be a Russian citizen, whereas Biv, um, Better Biv has been more of like a Canadian citizen. So his excellency was able to have these conversations, get it done and, and get it made. Cause you're right. That fight would not have been made anywhere else. And At least not until the war is over, no, which you, could be how many years from now? You never know. And, yeah. and you know, that's it. So you, when you look at boxing as a whole, you know, it's a God, he's a godsend from boxing to make these big fights happen. Mm. You know, there's, these are the fights the public want, you know, and it's going to be the undisputed, the winner of, AJ Ngannou versus the winner of Fury and Usyk. You're talking, there's levels to this, mm -hmm. and you can't, you can't, you can't knock it. It's never mm -hmm. been done before. So when you're talking about game change, you know the game has been changed. The two fights, uh, if I can get predictions for them, yeah. Fury versus Usyk first. Oh man, that's so hard. Depends how Fury prepares. I mean, he's being top secret. There's been no footage, no talks. Nobody's coming out in, you know, usually you'll get Tyson putting out videos of him training and everything, which is only making people question, like, how is he going to come out looking? Like, what, what's the game plan? I'm going to have to go with Fury. I'm going to have to go with Fury. I don't think it's going to be the most entertaining fight by a mile, but I believe Fury wins the fight. Mm -hmm. uh, not by stoppage or anything, but I believe he just makes it awkward on his toes, on his bike, his jittery, you know, faints, his jab, his, his awkwardness, his, you know, his height, his reach. He's, I think he's a freak. Mm. The way, his build, he's... Um, he shouldn't be that light on his feet. No, it's incredible. <laughs> you try, you try to do that for 12 rounds. <laughs> I'll try to do that for 12. So he's, he's got this, he's, this style about him, which has obviously been crafted from when he was young. He's just, he's just, yeah, a specimen. Uh, Anthony Joshua versus Francis Ngannou. Yeah. Uh, that one came out of nowhere. Well, not really nowhere. I think it's very predictable. Really? Yeah. I didn't see it. Happen. I, I didn't think that Joshua would fight Ngannou next. We, we heard rumors, but I didn't actually think that that was going to be the next one. No, nah, no, nah, yeah, it was very predictable. It's a great, it's a great, great move, great fight. Um, I believe AJ, AJ looked unbelievable in his last fight. Mm -hmm. um, looked powerful, looked strong, looked sharp, looked... Like you just couldn't fault the performance mm -hmm. at all. Um, I thought Wallin would have would have been a, a harder harder fight than what it was. Definitely harder than what it was. Uh, but AJ just proved that uh, you know he's still he's still number one. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously number one, number two people differentiate Fury, AJ, Usyk. You know, but he's he's up there, the top three with him. Uh, but I believe I believe AJ. I like Ngannou, but boxing's boxing. One's a, an Olympian, one's a former heavyweight world champion. Um, so it's like you can't. I think AJ were, you know, dismantle him and do do what he needs to do. Were you surprised by the outcome of Fury versus Ngannou? Heavily, I would have bet my house on that never happening. <laughs> you know, so thank God I'm not a betting man. Uh, but okay, well, here's the question then: Was Francis Ngannou that prepared and that good, or was Tyson Fury unprepared and just assumed, like a lot of people assume, that it's a boxer just annihilates an MMA fighter? No, Ngannou was that very prepared, but also Fury is very unprepared. So the combination of both, mm -hmm. because if Fury was very prepared and Ngannou was very prepared, that wouldn't have even come close. 
one was very unprepared and one was very prepared um, because that was in Fury nowhere near his best and that was probably in Garnu at his best. Um, so I think that's what that, that comes down to. It's what happens when you take your eye off the ball because you can never have predicted that, which is why I never take my eye off the ball from my early experiences, early on in my career. You look, like I've learned my lesson. And maybe that's lesson learned. Well, a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Um, I'll be there in Las Vegas to, to watch your fight on February the 3rd. Any final words, anything you'd like to say before we wrap up? Just a big thank you to everyone who's continued to support me. Um, and forever grateful for everyone coming out to Sin City, Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. The boys all said that they wanted a, a little getaway trip. So uh, you gonna stick you around go. for a few days after? A couple of days, and then yeah. I'm heading to Sydney. My um, my sister's getting married. Okay. My twin oh, sister. And congratulations! You have a baby girl on the way. Yeah, a little daughter. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So I'm like, I haven't even been able to, to fully, like, yeah. feel it yet. Mm. I mean, I know I've got a daughter on the way, but I haven't been able to like. That sometimes I'm like, shit, I've got to do annoying. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, because you're busy. Yeah, like I'm mm -hmm. like, just focus on taking care of the family rather mm -hmm. than everything else that's going on. Yeah. But once this fight's done, I'm excited to spend some time with my family in Australia um, and just be with my family. Well, congratulations on that. Congratulations to your sister getting married as well. Um, we look forward to seeing you fight on February the 3rd and um, we'll catch up with you media week. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.